Hey everyone, you're tuned into InfoQuench with Jeff and Amy. Join us as we talk about anything and everything. All the stuff that makes life interesting. So let's get to it. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather. It's, it's red, red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, red, yellow leather. Red, 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 oh, it's red. <laughs> is that what it is? Are is you this, recording? Is this, this recording? Oh, I think it is. Uh, you're listening to InfoQuench with Jeff. And Amy. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> you can stop it. No, we're no. not. No, this is our 100th. We had to be recording. People got our vocal This warm-ups. is our 100th ep- episode. All right. This okay, the way you, you were privy go. to our uh, antics that happened before the recording, but now they're in. They're in forever, all eternity. Are you okay? Do you really want me to stop? Because I will. No, we're good. Okay, are you sure? Okay, good. Well, all right, let's we're go. at 100 do you ever think we would make it to 100 episodes? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, but I... <clears throat> Are you like, what's I, the right answer here? I, I I wasn't sure. I thought for sure, like, you know, we would make it to 30 at least, you know, maybe 50. Why 30? Like, I don't know. It's just an arbitrary number. Like, I just thought we would do more than 15 maybe, and then maybe we'd get to 30. I think, it, I think that was like the grand goal that I thought we would reach. I'm really proud of us because yeah. I don't... Normally, when I have a hobby, I don't stick with it for for two plus years. This is true. What are some of the hobbies that you've you've taken well, on and then not, abandoned? Well, let's just not go there in this episode. All right, that what, makes sense. What we promise in this episode is to talk about our top tips from our first one hundred episodes, and I say first because we still have lots of episodes to come, and not just the tips, though. No, We're going to talk about everything. <laughs> but here, I want, I want to officially say this, though. It is our 100th episode. We have had so many words said on this uh, podcast. You know, we've talked about billions of different, uh, well, maybe not billions, maybe thousands of different topics. Well, you know no, what? I wonder. Probably 100 topics. Probably 100 topics. No, but like, I just I mean the saying. things that we talked about within the podcast. But... My favorite thing about doing this podcast is doing it with you. Aww. It's it's true. I love doing this with you. It's good. It's good quality time together that we share with everybody that wants to listen. <laughs> no, it is you know? great. It's a it's time really nice. when you're, you know, for fellow podcasters listening out there, it's a time you sit down and you're really just spending the time dedicated to a conversation and yeah. there are no distractions. You're not checking your phone. You're not doing anything else but concentrating on the conversation. And, yeah. and that's one of the things that I love about it. And I enjoy doing it with you too, hon. I know. It's great. It's great. It's good. It's good quality time. I also wanted to take this opportunity now that it's our hundredth episode that I wanted to thank you for doing the research for 99 of those episodes. Well, yes. Uh, You know, I mean, honestly, this podcast would go nowhere without you. It would just me. It would just be me and you just talking and me just not even just going on tangents. Well, thank you for doing the research for that episode and it's i think it one, was episode three episode three where we where i talked about record collecting so we're going to, to go through our uh before we Wrong. get too well we're way off topic but who cares okay. it's 100 episodes yeah i know we got a lot to cover people we so wanted to give you the highlights the top in. tips the ones that uh, are the most talked about and frankly just the ones i guess i thought were the best tips and yeah. i'm going to go back to the beginning back when i thought the title of a podcast episode needed to be clickbait. So our initial episode was called Between the Sheets That's with Jeff right. and Amy. 
you know what? It's still clickbaity. I mean, there's nothing wrong with clickbait. Oh, it still is. When it's I just, a good thing. When it's a good product in the end. I know? just moved away from... Uh... That is so funny, between the sheets. What, why don't I, Obviously, that wasn't about what happens between the sheets. No, we did, we did talk about making beds and such. But the top oh, tip yes, I have from that one is around <laughs> cans. So I think just about everybody would have tin cans in their home, uh, you know, or canned food. I don't even remember this. So what was the what well, was, it was the tip 100 about, episodes ago? What was the tip about cans? So I had a colleague who told me that years ago he worked in a warehouse yeah. and he talked about the fact that their warehouses can often be ridden with rats and vermin and they would poop oh. on top of the cans. I do remember. And so this. he said ever since he had had that job, he always opens cans from the bottom. Right. So even if you think about cans being stored in the grocery store, they always store them, of course, so that the label is straight up so people can read read it yeah. easily. But uh, same thing. I'm sure that there are mice and things that scurry about in the night once the uh, grocery store lights go down. So yes. flip you over your that. can and open it from the bottom and uh, it'll be a little cleaner, a little less covered in feces. And you could <laughs> also take... covered. You could take some time to wash it too <laughs> you could you could take but nobody uh, has time to wash cans so just open it from the bottom and be that's right you could take that to the next level too and do it with your cans of pepsi and stuff you know we're not even sponsored by pepsi but i did say the word pepsi how would you open a can of pepsi from that's the what bottom? i mean you could just get a can opener and just open her up pour it into a glass yeah with that yeah. really sharp metal edge that <laughs> i'm joking i don't know how that would work that would be funny you're joking. Uh, another tip from that episode, I think it was from that episode, and this is one of my favorite tips. If you like chips, potato chips, and you like to have a lot of flavor, open them from the bottom. You, I, I love that you do this, but I, well, just do not, I just do not understand. It's because on the store shelf, same thing with the cans, you know, chip bags are stored right side up, and all of the seasoning, everything but all settles to the bottom. But how long does it take you to eat a bag of chips? Well, what do you mean? But when I open, well, I just mean you're eventually going to get to that flavor. Is what my point is. I know, is. but if you put it, if you open it upside down, then the stuff that gathered on the bottom gets all distributed amongst the chips as you're eating them. So the it's just you know copious amounts of flavor just on those particular chips. Well, instead of eating a bunch of naked chips and getting to the bottom and just scooping up a bunch of seasoning, <laughs> naked chips. it's distributed. It's a great I just, tip. I, I think it's one of the best tips. I do not. I don't get it. So I, open I, your chip bags or whatever other bagged goods you have that have flavoring in them and I open them upside down. And it also just drives your spouse nuts. It does drive me nuts. Would you do that with a, with a, like a, a bag of croutons? Even though it's all well, no, flavor. because they have like the ziplock. No, croutons are pretty good at keeping their flavor it's attached true. to them. And I also can't remember the last time I ate a bag of croutons. Or you wouldn't do it with a with a bag of like Tostitos, where it's just there's no flavor, right? Well, I, I there's salt. You love salt. Well, it's just a matter if it's something that the stuff gathers at the bottom. That's true. It is a good right. tip. I just don't. I just don't. I just don't get it. But so. My next tip is from our episode uh, on random everyday tips. It was episode number 11, and this one was much discussed. It's around how to get baked on food off of dishes. And this is a tip that I learned from my mother. It involves taking powdered dishwasher soap and sprinkling it in the dish that has the baked on food. Just sprinkle a little bit into it, put it in the sink, and just fill the dish up with hot water and let it soak for a few hours. And then you can just dump the water out and then put it in the dishwasher. 
Um, if you're like me and you just put every single thing you can possibly put in the dishwasher rather than hand wash it, or you can hand wash it. But the uh, powdered dishwasher soap is so concentrated that it'll help take off whatever is baked on. So I would suggest giving it a try. If it's something that has T-Fal or a special coating on the dishware. Do not do it with a cast iron. Yes. Don't do it with a cast iron. It will ruin it. Yes. Any soap will ruin a cast iron pan. It's like you're channeling uh, Anthony Bourdain with this cast iron pan warning. Yeah, it's funny. That's one. Of, that's one of the things uh, that he and uh, Mark Maron had in common. They both. They both just loved cast iron and seasoning it and just. I hate cast iron pans. I hate it when you use it because it's so heavy and you just leave it there soaking with yeah, water. Yeah, well, on you the got those for... bags of chips and you right. You open them upside down. And <laughs> Maybe there won't nuts. be another episode of this. Yeah, I quit. Screw this. <laughs> Episode 94, jumping way ahead. This is when we recruited tips from our friends, particularly kitchen tips. Oh, yeah. And we were struggling we for content that get week. Together. And uh, yeah, there, were, there are no parties no. during a pandemic, but we did have a, a virtual party. And we asked our friends for their best tips. And this one came from our friend Janelle, and it's around pasta. Uh, so yes. everybody who has cooked pasta has probably experienced cooking far too much pasta particularly spaghetti i know i never i never cook uh the it's right hard amount. to get the right amount well and i think people are on the side of caution and cook more than they need because it's not that expensive in terms of your overall ingredients for a meal right but uh what she said you can do is everything that you have extra even though it's already cooked you can just you know throw it in a container and throw it into your freezer yeah and freeze it and then when you need to use it, you can just throw it in a pot of boiling water for just, you know, literally just a few seconds and it'll be ready to go. So I love that tip. Yeah, that's a good one. And, that's you know, a a lot of, we're always working. I know uh, Jeff and I are always working to just stop wasting food. As, we're doing as pretty much. good with that, actually. We're getting say. better. We're getting better. So that's another way not to waste food. Mm-hmm. That is a really good one. Uh, our, our third episode was around travel tips. And specifically, travel tips to stay organized and safe. And so with that episode, I talked about one of my my packing hacks, and it involves those little plastic bags with zippers on them that you get your sheets in yes. or the larger ones you get your comforters in. And they're the kind of thing when you, I think when you pull out your sheets and you're you're like, this is an awesome bag with a zipper. What, what am I, I going to do with it? Yeah. What am I going to do with I it? I can't throw this out. i some kind of use for it. There's going to be a perfect use for this. <laughs> Those, um, I mean, and particularly the larger ones, they are so great for compartmentalizing what you're packing in your suitcase. So if you're, you know, if multiple people are sharing a suitcase or particularly if you have little ones with small clothes, you can just designate one of those bags. You can, it's almost like vacuum sealing because yeah. you, because you can really put a lot into one of those bags. And, and then when you just, unpack it, it's just all in com- compartmentalized. Well done. I got it out. Well done. Well, and they're clear so you can see what is in what bag. And if you have your suitcase checked at customs, it makes it very easy for them to check and kind of keeps everything together. And Mm -hmm. it's just a, you know, also if you've got shampoo or anything, you know, liquid or, or lotions that you're transporting and you have a leak... It also keeps it contained within whatever bag you put it in. It doesn't ruin your luggage. So I actually have a great picture of how this works, and uh, it's on our Instagram account. So be sure to check that out, and you can see how much you can fit into a suitcase. And we used it even when we were backpacking in Europe. 
it re- works really well for backpacks and yeah. uh because backpacks are like notoriously difficult to to keep you know you're, you're always rooting around for things so it's easy to just pull out a few of those and, and then um, didn't you have a hack too for like how to uh roll your clothing and stuff Did well you, yes that, I, I mean that's I not one that i've that. come up with but it's definitely a great way to save space rolling yeah. up clothing and i know when i had posted the photo of the zipped bags in the suitcase someone said oh well there are travel cubes that you can buy for that oh. purpose they're like a clear plastic bag, essentially the same thing. But to me, I'd rather reuse something that oh, I yeah. already have Absolutely. rather than spend money on another thing to travel. Mm-hmm. And um, it, there's some heavy traffic going on. <laughs> Hopefully the mic's not picking that up. It's a busy Saturday night in Uptown St. John. All right. The next one is the episode that Jeff recorded, or recorded, well, we both huh? recorded it, but it's the one you researched. So it's, oh, it was Records 101. I thought it was the third. It's actually the fifth episode we did. And we, Jeff and I actually, we, we I guess, went back in our catalog and listened to little tidbits of various episodes prep, prepping for this one. And one of the tips that Jeff had is that you should keep a, a, a portion of your record collection close to the record player. That's right. For easy listening. Yep. And he actually said, you know, only about six or 700 records. <laughs> That's true. It's true. <laughs> keep them close to, because keep you them close have... to the record player and then, and then switch them out once every few months with the rest of your stacks to get yeah. a fresh batch. That's exactly. I haven't done that in a while, though, but I, I should. <laughs> I should take all the records that are like underneath the record player and put them back with the stacks and then replace them with records from the stacks to get fresh music so if this gives you any indication of the volume of records we have that six to seven hundred is a small portion just for got about two thousand records yeah the thing is is that if i ever want to listen to something i pretty much got it you know (laughs) you got it but can you find it that's the thing Uh, that's a weird uh thing about me as as a record collector that would absolutely drive most record collectors crazy or just about anybody yeah, they're not. They're not in any order. We tried that once. I remember. I remember. We 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 worked at it for months. I, it felt like, anyways. We did. We tried when you were and in we your put apartment, all, and we tried it here. And we put them all on Discogs. But I can pretty much find whatever I wanna wanna listen to. Well, the alphabetization of it was pretty tricky. You're like, do you go by band name, album name, first name, last name? Yeah, always last the, name. Do you use the the? Yeah. Do we decimal system? Don't use the. I don't think. <laughs> Anyway, that's a good question, though. So that was a tip from that one. Yeah. And episode 12, we did a one for tips for helping those in hospital. I really like this one. It's uh, not just for people in hospital, but I think it just makes sense for anybody is to keep track of your own medical history. And this doesn't have to be complicated. It could be as simple as, you know, buying a journal specifically for that purpose and when you have a, a doctor's appointment, an operation, a procedure, just jot it down. Jot down the, da- the date, the doctor, a what few happened? small details. Yeah. No, no, not what happened, just <laughs> the date and the doctor, and then you try, try to guess the What happened at the doctor later. today, day one? <laughs> but, I mean, in some, when someone's in a hospital situation and they're in there for, you know, it, 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 it's especially important to understand all the different procedures being done, particularly if they're in a critical care Especially uh, if you need to look back and, and 
know some of that information at a later date. Well, and sometimes you're in a high, very high stress situation in the hospital with a loved one, so it can be hard to remember things yeah. even a few days later. But I think it's a great idea to track medical history just in general and for yourself and for your kids. Like, for instance, I dislocated a hip when I was younger, and my parents and I can't remember which one it was, whether it was the left or the right. Wow. How old were you when that uh, happened? We don't even remember that either. <laughs> Were you alive? <laughs> I think I was in grade three or four. That's funny. But uh, <laughs> it just goes to show, like, if you're like, oh, there's a scar there. I wonder what surgery I had. Um, it's so- true. Or if you want to look back and remember what kind of medications that you had, like, when you were in the hospital. Well, like- definitely, if you had a bad reaction mm-hmm. to something. Now, and the reason I say this is and doctors, of course, keep their own medical records, but you don't always have those easily accessible. No. And they're... They can be scattered, you know, there may be records at the hospital, records with your family physician, so records for physiotherapy, maybe you want to keep track of, you know, your eye appointments and when those are due. So that was a good tip. I like that. So many good tips. It's a very important practical tip, I think. And I think so as well. And you can even, you know, stick your vaccination (laughs) record in in that journal too. Better than the other record uh, tip, which was... Switch out your 600 records for another 600 records. That was a great tip. <laughs> I'm not going to fault oh, you that tip. Uh, episode 55, we talked about tips for having a great morning. And oh, this yeah. is something that I use myself. Uh, I'm an early riser. Not everybody is, but I like to get up early with the sun because I... I am by force because of my work, but, yeah. you know. And by life. Life yeah. makes us get out of bed sometimes. But... One of the things that I do straight away is I always drink a full glass of water as soon as I get out of bed. And I think some somewhere, at some point in my life, I heard that that was a great thing to do because something about bacteria in your mouth and stomach and washing it through and it's really good bacteria to move through your intestinal system mm-hmm. or maybe it's just flushing things out. But regardless, I always do that. And then I go straight to the washroom and I brush my teeth. There you go. And I might, sometimes I'm half asleep almost with my eyes still closed as I'm brushing my teeth. But I find once I brush my teeth. And yeah, I am picturing this. This, this is great. <laughs> then well, there you are I'm with like, your eyes closed. And I've got nice minty breath. And I'm oh, like, yeah. okay, I'm up. I'm up. Because the thing is, if you lay in bed and you think about it even for a few seconds. And then, <laughs> that's, boom, you're, you're like. You've hit the snooze button. You've already yoga. negotiated that you can stay in bed a little bit longer. Or the thing is just bolt. Bolt out of bed. As soon you as used you to wake be up. so bad at that hitting that snooze alarm. I know. Oh my goodness! I was me nuts. every time it woke way me up back as well. in my thirties. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I would count it out. I was like, it's seven minutes per snooze. How many times can I hit the snooze button? And I would purposely set my alarm earlier because it was just like a little gift to have that extra seven minutes of sleep, you know, in between. See, snoozes. I'm the type that wakes up before my alarm goes off and then turns it off and. St- you know, and that's the thing, right? So, all right, I'm giving you the death stare because you're you're swiveling. I didn't know what that Jeff? was. I'm like, okay, I won't talk about my alarm. <laughs> Holy jeez! Jeff's got the it, there's no sound. Chair. There's no sound. Though. I know, but it's it's it could it could it's make not, a sound. And if it does, I'll stop. All right, we'll see. Okay, we'll see if there's a squeak before the end of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. I gave you the death stare back. I know. We have to give uh, our loyal listeners the play-by-play because they can't see us. You know, maybe that maybe that will be in our future. Maybe we'll do a video podcast. Oh, yes. Yeah, that will that take a lot more prep. 
That'd Jeff always an... has all these great ideas, <laughs> I and know. I'm the one who has to execute them. I know. So it's like, what are some of my other great ideas? What? What? Oh yeah, all the merch to, <laughs> to make, like hats and t-shirts, and we may still do cozies. some merch down the road. That's fun stuff. Yeah. Anyway. All right. My next tip is. Uh, from episode 33, it was how to talk to kids about difficult topics. We didn't do a whole lot of episodes on parenting, but that oh, I don't was even one of them. This one. No, you don't remember a lot of them. No, I've. Uh, I, I don't am, even I'm, know if you were here. I'm a little older than you, honey. This one was. Uh, <laughs> it was so having difficult conversations. It's really simple. It was one of the tips was just to have it in the car. That if you're driving with your children, your teenagers, and uh, you need to have a difficult conversation or you want to check in with them, a lot of times people will open up a little more. Feel yeah, make sure less, they're not on their uh, switch, though. Yes. yes. They'll feel less self-conscious if you're not making direct eye contact. Yeah, you know? that's so true. If that's you're, good, that's if you're sitting one. down at dinner, and, and even though that's a great time to have conversation, sometimes mm-hmm. looking, you know, the parents in the eye can put kids a little bit on guard. So have a conversation in the car. It's a great time to get kids to open up and uh, you're right. It maybe is maybe surprised at what you find out. <laughs> it, it, you're <laughs> maybe right. Good, maybe because bad. Because it's it's a, it's an indirect, and they yeah, you're right. They're a little more open, I think, to share. Um, one of the random tips that I mentioned through multiple episodes was around just keeping a running travel list uh, on your phone. So I always keep notes in the notes oh, yeah. section on my phone, and I have a list <laughs> for traveling specific. Well, I have. I'm one. very familiar with this list because right. we, you always have your iPad out, like as we're as stuff are going out the door. I, I sorry, I don't hope I didn't steal your. No, not at all. No, I mean the notes. So the notes are on my, well, the carry, I have them on my iPad or, and my phone. And, and what it is, is really just a list. Checklist. Of, it's a checklist. So rather than trying to sit down and generate a list every time you go on vacation about what to bring, we just have this running checklist that we go through. We have one for when we're traveling to a hot climate because you, you do pack a little differently going to, say, a resort than you would if you were going to I'm telling you know, a city trip. Or If you didn't have then, this list and if you didn't do this, I, we would show up in Thailand with parkas if i was responsible for this kind of are you stuff. making fun of me no i'm just telling you no it really makes a lot of sense but like i'm just trying to you know it's just trying to, in my head thing. i'm trying to figure out okay like okay you're not responsible for this but i am and let, let's look at my list let's see what my list has on it we'd have like 600 records coming to <laughs> just joking. i mean we would definitely it is it is, our, our it is a, checked if that were the case it, it shows our different personalities, actually, that you do these lists for when we well, go Well, if we away. were both doing lists, it would be just chaos. Yeah. We would be like, whose oh, yeah. list are we going to follow? <laughs> whose list is the better list? It's great. It's a great idea. So one of the important things with this list, or what I, like, when you're coming back from a vacation or, you, you know, if there's a flight involved and you're sitting on the plane, it's a great time to go through the list and say, you know what, these are the things I didn't use and delete them off the list so you don't overpack next time Brilliant. and you keep bringing the same yep. things over and over again. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess I didn't need six sweaters in Cuba, so no, I will. You will need one this. though, even in the evenings. Yes, in Cuba. Unlike the the vacation we took to Mexico and didn't realize that time of year how cold it got at night, so then we looked like scumbags because we had to wear the same. We had to wear the, the same, same hoodie. I, wore, and, I remember wearing the same hoodie, hoodie every night. And, and we met this other couple there. And we were lucky, though. We'd see them at dinner with the same... We'd always have the oh, same yes. clothes on at night. The couple from Halifax. <laughs> yes. The, yeah, crazy uh, allergic reactions to pretty much everything. I remember oh, that. I know. She's yeah. super nice, though. Yeah, super nice. Crazy, <laughs> though. Had a lot to deal with. Didn't actually happen, though. Just no. It was just always there. All right. So... <laughs> um, 
This one's around Airbnb. So uh, episode 54, and I'm mentioning the numbers just in case you're curious about more tips on that topic. Episode 54, we did 25 rapid fire Airbnb tips. Mm-hmm. I love the rapid fire episodes that we've done. Because well, we should we should uh, do another rapid fire sometime soon in the podcast. I mean, I should research one and we could do it. Do you not like researching it? I know I, I love you liked it. it. I love it. It's just it's I all just, these jabs about me not researching. No, no, I mean, it's just it's just it's do all. Do you want the, me to start researching? Is that what's going on here? Do you want to try one? I already did. Look how it turned out. <laughs> Look at the tip you 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 picked best, out from the it. The best tip. <laughs> the best tip from it is switch out your six hundred records for another six hundred records. There was also something about putting your records in plastic sleeves. Yeah, yeah, it does protect yeah. them from ring know, wear and it, stuff. But, but it's, it's kind of environmentally gauche now. Is that the right word? Gauche? Maybe. I, I have to look that one up. So my tip around Airbnbs is to check out the Google Map street view of the property. A lot of times when you're booking Airbnbs, they just, well, obviously, they're going oh, to yeah. take the best photos of their building. And you don't really get a feel for the reality of it, and also what type of neighborhood it's What's in. What's around it. So yeah. have a look. Google isn't uh, using any kind of filters or making sure <laughs> a property looks good. So they're just driving down the street with their Google mo- Google mobile. Google and mobile. Google mobile. <laughs> and you might find out that there's like a huge high rise going up right next to it. <laughs> there but, you, you know, go. If you look on well, Google Maps. For the, and the map view might be from like 2016 or something. But anyways, remember when, have, uh, pay attention to the date stamp of the street view. Do you remember when we looked at the street view for our, our property and I was getting out of our car? Yes. For our <laughs> house. For our me. own home. Yeah. yeah. For our, yeah. I was literally getting out of the, the door of that our whole, car. I've, a lot of people I've heard have caught themselves on Google Street View. So yeah, that's it's, funny. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, there, you know, we did an episode on Lyme disease, and particularly where we record out of uh, St. John, New Brunswick in Canada, Lyme disease is very much a threat, a real thing in our area, carried by ticks. So we did an oh, entire yeah. episode, everything you didn't want to one. know about Lyme disease, episode 27. And really the t- main tip I'm gonna, going to pull from that one is just check yourself for ticks. If you're out in a wooded area and you're in an area prone to Lyme disease, even since we've recorded that episode... I've learned of probably three other people I know who've contracted Lyme disease, and it's it's it can be it's a incredible. lifelong yes, and it, and it can be uh, quite devastating, and and it it's an ordeal to deal with. So, uh, I definitely wanted to mention that one. I also wanted to mention something funny that happened to Jeff this week when oh. he he was over at a local thrift store. Oh yeah, that was weird. I decided to go on a really nice long walk, like because I'm starting to get geared up for uh, running again and I walked over to this thrift store it was probably about five kilometers from where we live and I get in there and I'm looking surprise surprise through the records and I have my headphones in I'm listening to music and I see this guy running around like you know yelling something but I can't hear it because I'm listening to music and so I take my headphones out and I'm like what's going on He's like, get out of here. There's a fire. Everybody get out. There's a fire behind the building. And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. He's like, everybody must be evacuated. And I'm like, all right. But the funny thing is, is as I'm leaving, there's a couple people waiting in line. And one of these guys, he's kind of like, you know, he's going to get long hair and kind of hippie looking guy. And, and, uh, I just hear him say as, as I'm leaving, he's like, Hey, is it, uh, is it okay if I just take this? 
So he wanted what he was waiting to buy. He wanted it for free as he was waiting in line. But because there was a fire, he thought, oh, well, by default, it's mine. It's mine now. I just found that so funny. It's going to burn anyway. You laughed so hard when I, I told you that story. And the guy yeah. told him to to take it didn't he he said he, he, yeah yeah the guy was like oh i don't care just do it it'd be do funny whatever. if he did that and then everybody just yeah. started looting yeah <laughs> running into the building <laughs> instead know, of running out like, just, okay, just it grab. just ended up being a small grass fire behind the building and nothing was you know no no harm no foul but anyway it was just a funny funny thing <laughs> i love that one uh, another one of the tips that we had was just around thinking uh, speaking of thrift shops, episode 49, we talked about 20 ways to simplify your home. And one of the ideas uh, that we implement here is we have a box that's just an ongoing donation box. So rather than have a time where you walk through your house and try to declutter and figure out what to donate or, you know, figure out which clothes are too small for your kids. So yeah. We just have an ongoing box that we just throw things in. And that way, when we're ready to go out and drop off our donations in three years, (laughs) we have the whole box already. The funny thing is, though, is we have a box like that for toys. And it's been hidden in this spare room for the longest time. But our little guy recently found it and started going through it and then keeping stuff because he forgot he even owned it. I know. It had been years. Like I just, I don't, years. I don't know what, where do you take like used toys? Well, that, we found a few places anyway. and there are places to take it better than a landfill. Find a spot. So, you know, we covered just a few, but with 99 episodes before this one, we're, we have a whole catalog of tips and. Do we have to do a part two? No, no. Okay, oh, we got them all? We We can't do a part two on the 100th episode. Oh yeah, 100 episode part two. But you know what? With 101 we are going to be a little more streamlined, a little more curated in our content. We're still definitely going to do some bonus episodes because we love to just talk about topics we're interested in. We don't want to be too constrained, but we're going to have our weekly episodes be a little bit more themed. So make sure you tune in for episode 101 to find out what that theme will be. And we want to take this opportunity to thank every single person who has listened to any of our podcasts, any of our tips, any of our crazy episodes. Thank you so much. You mean the world to us. And we'll see you on the next podcast. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can catch up on past episodes at infoquench.com. Or just about anywhere else you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And help spread the word about InfoQuench. Till Til next, next time. time.